Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm uh, Jim Kellner, of course, your host, certified clinical hypnotherapist. And uh, today I'm going to be talking a little bit about hypnosis. I don't do this every show because uh, this show is not just about hypnosis. It's uh, really more about just trying to be successful in whatever you whatever you want to be, using a variety of techniques. Uh, this week uh, I had scheduled to interview Patty Vasquez, also a certified clinical hypnotherapist who works in the same office as I do down here at uh, North Mountain Cardio in Phoenix, Arizona. However, due to some uh, scheduling difficulties, she wasn't able to join me, so I will be interviewing her later this week. And in fact, if you have any questions that you'd like to uh, ask, please feel free to uh, email those to me. You can uh, look at the links in the uh, the show notes section or go to my website, jimkellner.com. That's K-E-L-L-N-E-R. N is in Nancy, of course. Just go over there, jimkellner.com, and uh, shoot me over an email, your questions for myself or for Patty. She's also a uh, Zumba instructor, um, an avid practicer, I don't know if that's how you'd say it, but anyway, she uh, does yoga, I, I think, every single day. Bikram, the hot stuff. And uh, she's got a variety of uh, qualifications, skills, and been doing hypnotherapy for quite a long time. And before that, was involved in uh, helping people make change through some other uh, techniques as well. And so today I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to talk instead, uh, well, instead of interviewing, I'm going to be talking about some of the myths of hypnosis. Because there are a lot, believe me. And uh, first, you know, the first, uh, the first thing I'd just like to say, you know, uh, the great thing about being a hypnotist is uh, pretty much everyone you you tell you're a hypnotist, hypnotherapist, they're fascinated from the beginning. I mean, uh, it's a great conversation starter. Somebody says, "What do you do for a living?" I'm a hypnotherapist. Wow. And uh, so that's great. Usually, though, uh, the next question is, "Does it work?" <laughs> In fact, uh, I have uh, I, I met someone recently, and she leaned in close, and she said, uh, in a kind of a conspiratory type way, "Tell me the truth. Does it really work?" Well, here's the here's the thing, folks. Of course, it works. Uh, I've used it myself. Many of my clients have used it. In fact, check out my website. You'll see uh, some testimonials from folks who have used it to lose weight, quit smoking, uh, get over fear of flying. So really, a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, j- even as simple as just reducing stress anxiety. So um, it absolutely works. I'll tell you, it's uh, to me, it's always like asking, because I mean, here's the thing, you know, way back, um, you know, I mean, really hypnosis has been around for thousands and thousands of years. We, we didn't necessarily call it that because it wasn't until the physician uh, Braid, uh, Scottish physician, uh, Dr. Braid coined the term hypnosis back in the uh, uh, 17 or 1800s. Um, before we actually started calling it hypnosis, but before that it was it was used anyway. In fact, I heard one uh, I saw one report, and I'm not sure if I should have checked this fact before I even started talking about it. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do it anyway. But apparently, the Egyptians would use hypnosis to induce sleep, um, and they would uh, they would use a spoked wheel in front of a candle to get kind of a strobe effect, which enhanced the experience. And and for those of you who have uh, used hypnosis. There are these um, uh, these machines that will uh, you wear some big funky Terminator-looking sunglasses, 
and uh, embedded within the the actual sunglass there are some uh, lights and they make these uh, these different designs and patterns and and it's really um, helping to stimulate your brain waves to uh, go down to a, a slower frequency and really that's just what you know hypnosis is it's just taking your brain waves down to a slower pace and uh, in that in that place that's where you're more uh, susceptible to suggestions because that's really all hypnosis is is getting you helping you uh, I can't say I you know sometimes people will call me a uh, hypnotist hypnotherapist and uh, yes that's my title but really I'm a facilitator because here's the thing if I look at someone and say you know relax you know close your eyes focus on your breathing and they don't want to do it they don't have to do it right and um, I can't compel them to do it and so they're not actually going to enter the state that is appropriate for hypnosis to happen. So I'm really a, uh, a hypnosis facilitator. But anyway, so you um, you get your brain waves down into that place, and then and then someone, you know, your hypnotherapist is going to um, feed you some suggestions depending on what what you want to get in life. And we have a couple, we have several different ways of, of feeding those to you, giving those to you, and that's going to depend on your personality type. So when people ask me, you know, uh, does hypnosis work, um, it's backed up by so much science now. You know, uh, several hundred years ago, you know, maybe it wasn't backed up by science, uh, but now we have research studies. Uh, a lot of major universities do studies on hypnosis. Stanford studies hypnosis. And so there's really a lot of, a lot of research to back it up now. So it's kind of like saying, you know, um, does physical therapy work? <laughs> does cognitive behavioral therapy work? You know, all these different things. And I'll tell you, here's the thing with hypnosis. Uh, one of the problems is it doesn't work the same for everyone. Just like not everyone's going to to respond the same to physical therapy um, or, say, cognitive behavioral therapy or even medications. Um, you know, we all respond differently to different things. And so, uh, speaking of medications, you know, I mean, some people have great success using maybe a, um, a statin. And you know, I won't go into the debate. I know there's there's a debate going on whether they're good for you or bad for you or whatever. I'm not I'm not going to address that fact, but I'm just going to say that some people, when they take statins, their cholesterol goes down. Some people, it doesn't have as great an effect, and some people, it's even harmful for them. It starts some breakdown of the muscle tissue. And uh, you know, the great thing about hypnosis, there really aren't any terrible side effects. You're you're not gonna we're not gonna break your mind or anything like that. The uh, the worst that would happen is maybe you'd fall asleep or you wouldn't or you just wouldn't get hypnotized. And that's the other thing, too, is, you know, uh, people will sometimes think that hypnosis is this mm, kind of a zombie-like state. And it really isn't. In fact, uh, for most people, being hypnotized just feels like being relaxed. And that's one of the one of the problems because people oftentimes, in fact, I would say most people after a hypnosis session, they're kind of asking themselves and maybe even the therapist, was I really hypnotized? And there are certain certain ways for us to tell if you're kind of uh, in that state. I and mean, there's some there's some twitching of the eyes and maybe movements of the body and uh, you know the breathing rate and stuff. Uh, you know, and if we put you hooked you up with uh, uh, with some technology, we might be able to check your brain waves. The thing is, is mostly like I say, it really just feels like being relaxed. And so oftentimes people will say, well, you know, I wasn't hypnotized. Okay, well, um, when were you hypnotized before? I, I might say if I was being snarky and they go, well, I've never been hypnotized. So 
my point here is you don't know what being you know being hypnotized feels like, so you really it's it's hard to judge whether you were or not. Um, what they're really saying is it doesn't feel like I thought it was going to feel. And now every once in a while, I don't even say every once in a while, but some people um, will have a very uh, we'll, we'll call it a deep experience where they kind of zone out, um, they get into a really uh, kind of a different state of mind, and uh, they're the people that really do feel like they were quote hypnotized. And um, but you know, for many of us, it just feels like you're you're relaxed, and that's okay. Now, when we get into some of the um, the myths of hypnosis, uh, one of the, the common uh, misconceptions is that the the hypnotist will be able to control your mind, and this is especially uh, can be uh, perpetrated through stage hypnosis shows. Um, and you know, when I do stage hypnosis shows, uh, it can seem like I am making people do things like they're puppets on strings, and uh, it's just not true though. Because again, if, if someone doesn't want to be hypnotized, they won't be. And in fact, um, if you watch a stage hypnosis show, what you'll find is I or the other stage hypnotist will invite a whole bunch of people up to the stage. And guess what? Not all of them get to stay. And all that really means is that they weren't able to get in the right state of mind. Um, they weren't able to focus their attention um, at that moment. Now, even myself, I don't even know that I, I really would let go enough to be hypnotized on stage. I've never, I've never actually done it, believe it or not. Um, and there are just some of us that just aren't really able to. And for others of us, it's really like uh, just in that, at that time, that certain, for whatever reason, that moment in time just didn't work. Because I've actually had plenty of clients come in and go, well, I was, you know, they tried to hypnotize me at a show once and I couldn't be hypnotized. That's not necessarily true. What it means is you weren't uh, able to experience hypnosis right then in that environment. You know, it's a little bit different when we, you know, have you sit back in the big recliner, you put your feet up, cover up with a blanket, get comfortable, and uh, and also the hypnotist actually has some time to ask you some questions, understand. get to know you, and, and, and kind of find out you know, how your mind sort of processes information because that's a big part of hypnosis. You know, um, you know, a lot of uh, times, in fact, there have been studies that will show like, you know, a certain percentage of the population is not hypnotizable. And the reason that they find that is because when they're doing this study, what they do is they have the uh, hypnotist use a, an induction, which is the very first part of a hypnosis session, which is designed to kind of help you to experience the hypnosis to get into that that relaxed state, relaxed yet, you know, really hyper-focused state. They use the same one on everyone. So, of course, the problem with that is, you know, that, that technique is going to work great for one person, but it's not going to work for someone else. That other person may need a different, you know, induction. And so um, that's why, you know, you know we might say that, um, you know, I think probably most everyone can experience hypnosis. Because, uh, you know, again, it's just this sort of a, a zoned out kind of a place, a uh, relaxed place. And, uh, I, in fact, Justin Tran is a very insane. famous uh, hypnotist. Uh, said a while back, he said something on uh, Facebook. Uh, great. Can't remember exactly what it was now. But it was something along the line of everyone can be hypnotized. For some people, it just takes a little bit longer. And that's really, that's really all it is. In fact, with, uh, with my clients, I'll actually have them 
uh, start off listening. And even if they feel like oh, nothing's really happening, fine, no problem. Keep listening because that's really the key is you keep listening because every time you use hypnosis, you're getting better at it. So keep listening repeatedly and eventually you just get better. You just start taking in the suggestions. And the other part of this problem is, is why people sometimes think it doesn't work is, you know, they don't, you don't always have the, everything doesn't hit at once. For instance, if I'm working with a weight loss client, uh, a lot of times right away, they're drinking more water. And that's one of the, one of the key things we try to encourage in, in weight loss. Right away, they're drinking more water, but they, maybe they just don't feel like exercising yet. They're not compelled to exercise. Well, that just means for whatever reason, their other than conscious mind hasn't really taken in that suggestion yet. So you got to give it time. I've had, in fact, I've had clients that honestly, boy, a month or two goes by and they don't really notice a whole lot happening. And then bam, all of a sudden together. And some of it really is, is how we approach uh, the, the person as a hypnotist. So, you know, they come in one time and we, we, we use one technique and then we get some feedback on how that worked. And we're going to try another one, and we're going to keep doing it, just like, just like your doctor is going to prescribe different medications, just like a uh, exercise physiologist might recommend different exercises. We're going to keep uh, refining our techniques until we find what works for you. So, uh, I got a little bit off target there, sorry, but um, so basically, no, you, I, I can't control you, even though it does seem like it. In fact, watch a stage hypnosis show. And you'll see that even the people that stay up on stage that, that actually are in hypnosis, well, number one, they, there's sort of this sort of um, a phenomenon where many of the people are going to uh, come out of the hypnosis a little bit uh, or at least go into a lighter state. And then they go back in. It's sort of like a wave. And you'll, you'll kind of see this you, when you're watching a show. At times, someone, you can kind of tell there's, there's something a little different about them. And then at other times, they seem like they're kind of, you know, back to their normal reality, their normal consciousness. Um, and then um, the other part is, you know what, watch a show too. In fact, I remember watching a, watching a show, um, you know, a while back, another stage hypnotist. And these two women were given a, a suggestion to, I believe, sing like opera singers. And for whatever reason, they didn't. They had responded to all the other suggestions played along, everything went well, except for that one. And so, you know, sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's our fault as the hypnotist. Maybe we didn't uh, make the, the, uh, the suggestion, the command clear enough. Um, it could be, too, that, you know, they didn't understand exactly what we wanted. And, uh, and sometimes it's just the fact that, you know, the hypnotist or the person uh, that's in hypnosis, just for whatever reason, they don't want to do it. Uh, I even talked to a friend who had been on stage um, and even watched the the, um, the video of him. And uh, it's actually a client that I've worked with who got over a fear of flying. And you can watch the uh, the video and you can see participates for a lot of it. And there's just some things just didn't do. So that's kind of the way it works. So um, there's at no point during hypnosis that you'll lose control of your mind. Um, if you If the hypnotist were to say something like, and I mean, really, it's kind of a, it's kind of good and bad because some clients would love it if I could just tell them never to eat pizza again, and they just never would eat pizza again, uh, or that they, you know, just love exercise. It, unfortunately, you just don't accept all the suggestions all the time, at least for many of us. Some people do. Some people are um, 
kind of amazing at, at being hypnotized and they accept everything all at once and, and they're just off and running. Now, um, here's another myth. Um, you know, people sometimes are afraid uh, that they'll be made to perform sort of embarrassing acts, like, uh, you know, that uh, they'll have to bark like a dog or walk like a duck. You know what, this is, <laughs> this is, is really in the, you know, in fact, I've had like a hypnotherapy clients come in and they go, you're not going to make me bark like a dog, are you? And, and my, my response is, well, what purpose uh, would that serve therapeutically? <laughs> you know, I mean, is that going to help you to lose weight or quit drinking or uh, get over the pain that you're feeling? No, of course not. So, so why would I do that? There's, uh, there's absolutely no reason to do that. And no, we don't take bribes from your spouse <laughs> to uh, make you cook dinner every night or to, uh, to bark like a dog on a certain word. No, we just, we don't do that. We are professionals. And uh, in many states, we actually have to register um, with the departments of health. I'm uh, in fact, um, uh, hold a license in the state of Washington. Arizona here doesn't have any kind of um, legal requirements to practice hypnosis or hypnotherapy. So we are, um, you know, we are, we're professionals. We're not going to make you do anything that's, that number one, you don't want to do and that, that would embarrass you. And even coming up on stage, you know, again, if, if someone would be really embarrassed, they just won't do it. So that's the way it works. Um, another myth is that uh, hypnosis is somehow, um, boy, uh, I don't even know how to say this, but supernatural is some form of black magic or uh, maybe um, the devil is involved or something like this. It's anti-God, and that's, nothing could be further from the truth. It really, uh, again, it's, and I think that con misconception comes from the fact that people think that the hypnotist can control their mind. And in fact, there was a, a, a movie, there's an old movie called Svengali, which I actually just recently got to watch because the doctor here at, uh, Dr. Sutherland here at uh, North Mountain Cardio had it on uh, DVD and I, I watched it and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's entertaining, but it, it really illustrates, you know, this dark side of hypnosis um, that was um, sort of believed way back and, and still some people still believe it's true because it can seem like, you know, um, when I have uh, someone on stage and I, I tell them they're Madonna and they, they dance around and sing like Madonna, it can seem like I'm making them do it. Um, but no, I don't, I don't have that much control in the situation. I make a suggestion, the person either does it or doesn't. In fact, I had one time, uh, I've had a couple of times, the person just didn't respond to that one for whatever reason. Didn't, maybe didn't know Madonna's song, didn't uh, want to do that, and then they, they do all the other stuff, though, so who knows? There is, uh, it, as I said, hypnosis is a completely natural state. Uh, you know, in fact, one of the, you know, the, the things that we'll, we'll tell you, um, that you'll often hear is um, if you've ever driven down the freeway and you missed your exit because you were kind of zoned out, you were actually in the same state that hypnosis happens in. You know, ladies, if you, if you, uh, you ever try to talk to your husband while he's watching sports on TV, well... That's marriage <laughs> and hypnosis. You know, we get kind of zoned in, focused in on this one thing, that hyper, um, that hyper, mm, what am I trying to say here? Hyper focused. And we just kind of block everything else out. So, um, as again, it has been researched by science. I'm not a psychic. I'm not a palm reader. I'm not a magician, a wizard, anything like that. And, uh, you know, Please, I, I encourage you to look up the research. Uh, sometimes I've even had uh, I've had clients that that were just terrified they were going to uh, be listening to their hypnosis and fall asleep and never wake up. 
that just doesn't happen. <laughs> it's again, it's a completely natural state. There's been, literally been no, even though it was popularized in the, um, uh, in some movies, um, it's it just doesn't happen. You, um, the worst that would happen is you would fall asleep and you would sleep for as long as your body felt was necessary or until you got disturbed, and then you would wake up. So there's really no no chance of getting stuck in hypnosis. In fact, there was the movie, uh, was it Office Space, I think? Might have been Office Space, where the hypnotist uh, dies during the session, um, and the guy's kind of stuck in hypnosis. It just doesn't happen. It just, it just won't. And another myth is that that uh, hypnosis is sort of some kind of a, a miracle. Uh, you know, again, this is uh, you know this is one of the things that holds a lot of us back from using hypnosis. In fact, I talked a little bit about this in uh, in episode number one, and this is of course episode number two. I should have announced that at the beginning. Shoot. You know, we have this feeling that if if everything doesn't change with that one session, then the hypnosis didn't work, and uh, you know. For instance, if I listen to hypnosis or uh, I go to a hypnotist and the hypnotist says, exercise daily and never eat pizza again, and lo and behold, the next day I'm sitting on the couch eating pizza, that means the hypnosis didn't work. Not true at all. What it means is that you just didn't accept that particular suggestion yet. And that's really the key. It's yet. You keep listening, and what's probably for a lot of people, what happens is you sort of end up Eh, you start to listen to that little voice in your head, or you start listening to the little voice that I create in your head. A lot of people tell me they can they can hear me talking to them, um, and I know the feeling because I listen to hypnosis well pretty much every day, and I get that, you know, things like you know, nothing tastes as good as thin feels, those kind of things going through. Uh, which, by the way, I'll tell you, um, before I started this journey, when I was, uh, you know, my whole life, when I heard people say that, I wanted to smack them. Believe me, I was like, you just haven't had the right you know, pizza or the right pie. And, and you do find out that, that eventually, you know, feeling better about yourself and, and feeling better, more energetic and all that, it, it really is better than any food. And um, so uh, really, I, I really just want to tell you, please, please, if you don't notice results right away, that's okay. Keep listening. In fact, I've had clients that that for whatever reason, they just stop listening, and they're like, well, yeah, the hypnosis didn't work so well. Well, it's not the hypnosis didn't work. It's that you you didn't keep listening. It's it's like trying to take your your um, your cholesterol medicine for a week, you know? It's probably not going to be that effective. You might notice a little, there might be a little bit of a dip in your cholesterol, but it's not going to be huge. So continue listening to your hypnosis. And of course, if you want to try hypnosis, go to my website, jimkellner.com. I have a a free download you can listen to. It's called Relax Now, and um, sure. it'll really help you to de-stress, um, relax your body. And all you have to do is sign up for my my uh, newsletter, and uh, I'll send you a link to download that. Um, now, some people will. Uh, the other thing that that clients will sometimes say to me, another myth is that that I'm going to make them tell me all of their deep dark secrets. Folks, I don't want to know your deep dark secrets. I don't think yeah. any of us want to know your deep, dark secrets. Great. Um, and again, here's a situation where we can't make you do anything or tell us anything that you don't really want to. And again, what, what purpose would it serve? You know, we're not, we're not working with the NSA or the CIA or anything. Um, they can't even use in a, be used in a court testimony. 
It's certainly not an alternative to lie detector tests. So, you know, I can't make anyone, force anyone to tell me anything that they don't want to tell me. And, and they don't need to. You know, some people, uh, after hypnosis, they'll go, well, I, I remember everything that you said, so I wasn't hypnotized. You know, some people don't remember, and that's okay. And some people do. That just It just doesn't matter. Um, I've had people that have both experiences. I've had some clients that seem to zone out immediately, and they don't, they don't remember anything for, you know, any of their sessions, you know, coming in six, eight, nine times and, and never remember a session beyond, you know, take a few deep breaths and just relax. I've had other clients that that remember every single thing, every single time, and they get the same results. So, you know, please just try and put that aside. That that's just it just doesn't matter. Now, um, some people may think that uh, hypnotherapy is a uh, kind of a substitute for therapy, for um, you know, seeing a psychologist or something. And uh, while we, we certainly can uh, treat a lot, of, uh, a lot of issues, we can help you to, to put the past behind you, treat PTSD, anxiety, phobias, all of that. You know, if you really need um, psychotherapy, it's, it's not necessarily a substitute for it. I will tell you one of the, the things is, is maybe both is appropriate because what can happen in some psychotherapy, not all, but um, you end up kind of rehashing old problems, um, old you know, events, traumas from the past, and, you know, talking about them, rehearsing them basically in your mind. And with hypnosis, you know, we don't necessarily even have to know what happened to you, what you went through. Um, we can just guide you to put it behind you, to lock it up, to um, sort of not think about it as much. Sometimes people want to um, never think about a certain person or an event again. And, you know, for some people they can do that. Um, mostly it's, it's putting it behind you and not caring so much about it. So certainly not a substitute. Now, one of my favorites is, uh, people that say that they can't be hypnotized because they're, um, they're just too strong willed. They're too disciplined. Um, this is, uh, it's completely, completely inaccurate. In fact, really someone who's very disciplined um, and really mentally strong is, is probably going to do a little bit better in hypnosis because uh, let's face it, if I you know give them suggestions in hypnosis to relax, if they're very disciplined, they're going to relax, right? <laughs> if I you know give them the suggestion to exercise more, they're going to exercise more. And uh, you can also use that that same mental strength, that discipline, to focus your attention a little more so than somebody who's who's maybe not. Um, really, uh, mostly the research kind of indicates it's that uh, the only people that can't be hypnotized are people that are really low on the intelligence scale. And we're talking really down into the, uh, you know, scientifically defined, you know, moron state, um, you know, retarded state. I mean, really, um, anyone with, with a normal intelligence can utilize hypnosis. And I, I got to tell you, I think even people that are, that are uh, maybe mentally handicapped can use it too. The only issue that I've ran into is is actually, um, uh, you know, I did I did work with with someone who had a brain injury, and uh, the only issue that we really had because he was noticing changes when I talked to him, he's he's telling me these things that are, you know, different than when he came in. One of the problems was is, was getting him to recognize the changes, and to to commit to continuing to listen, because he just didn't have the attention span. 
Um, and I think the, the desire, you know, for long-term results that, that would have really helped him make big changes. But he did notice uh, while he was coming to see me, he had uh, quite a number of changes. I was, I was really excited about it because I wasn't really sure, you know, how effective it would be. And so, you know, there's some of the myths of hypnosis. Please, if you have other, um, other questions about hypnosis, I encourage you to uh, email me, Facebook me. Um, whatever. I hope to even do a, a call-in show, live call-in show here in the very near future. And so I just want to thank you for uh, listening today. It's been fun. I do want to remind the, uh, the Pacific Northwest that I will be up in your area. I'll be um, up there the 2nd and 3rd of May out at uh, McCormick Woods in Bremerton. I'll be at Tacoma Comedy Club on May 5th. I look forward to seeing you, and I appreciate you listening. Uh, my name is Jim Kellner, and uh, be well. Be awesome. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone, one last thing. I uh, just got word from Tacoma Comedy Club that uh, for my stage hypnosis show, comedy stage hypnosis show, uh, there on May 4th, uh, they're, giving me out some, uh, they're giving me some free tickets to give out. So if you're in the Seattle-Tacoma area or know someone who is, uh, shoot me an email over at my website, jimkellner.com, that's K-E-L-L-N-E-R.com, and I will put you on the guest list, you plus...